0: Welcome in to Devore Darkens Live. It's a holiday today in America, MLK Day. So much greatness to talk about in regards to that topic. Um, But this podcast is definitely all about helping you win in your own life. You know, as I do these episodes every day, I start to think, how can I improve in the way that I deliver this so that you can go out there and take the actions you need to get to where you want to go. That's always what I want to do. I always want to make it simple. I always want to make it relatable. I always want to put it in a way that it's not just more information for you because you don't need any more information, generally speaking. You just need to start doing the things you truly want to do, and that's a mental thing. That's not really a physical thing. It starts with your mindset. It starts with the way that you think, right? And that's why I always quote that, your way of doing things is the direct result of the way that you think about things. This is from The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Wattles. So whatever it is that you're doing in your life, the direct result of that is what you're thinking about, what you're concentrating on, what you're focusing on. Now, what is the one area that I find that most people spend their energy either concentrating on worrying about, stressing about. This is where they have most of the questions. It's money. It's the topic of money. And so what I'm going to do today is I'm going to share the very first rule to mastering your mental game. I say it in that way because that's exactly what it is. If you're going to go out there and dominate in your business and your life, you got to step up that mental game. you got to improve your mindset the way that you think. There's no question about that. We all know this already, so it's nothing new. The difference is I'm going to share some rules with you, and if you follow these rules, you will win. These are not my rules. I did not create these rules, by the way, so it's not of my opinion. Now, I have experience with these rules, and as I get into it today, you're going to see why that rule is true. And the reason why I say it in this way, because I want you to be able to pick this up and do something with this. Okay, so enough with that. What are we really talking about? We're talking about the rule to earning money in life. Why does this need to be a topic? Well, because I know when it comes to winning the mental game in your head, you need the right information. You need to have understanding. You need to know what it is that you're dealing with inside of you because it's an inside out job. If you look at everything that's happening on the outside in your life, it's a direct result with everything that's happening on the inside. Okay? So that's why we're going to talk about money today and the concept of earning money. What is the rule to that? Because it's, in, it's absolutely a rule. If you're thinking that people are earning a lot of money because they're lucky, no. If you think people are earning money because God you know, threw a bunch of cash out of the sky and it landed in their lap, no. If you think that people are earning money are better than you, no. You just don't have the right information. And we have to understand this. Uh, In school, no one taught us this. This is why we love this information. This is why you love this podcast. Because what I'm talking about on this podcast are things that we should be taught from a very young age. And because you were not taught, you really don't know. This is why I go over the four levels of learning, right? Or competency, right? Level number one is an unconscious incompetent. You don't know what you don't know. And we all have something or some topic or some area of our life where that's that's exactly who we are. We don't know what we don't know in that area. But then you become a conscious incompetent. You know what you don't do. We also can relate to that. You can relate to that. There may be some things in your life that you know what you should be doing, but you're not doing it yet. Because you don't don't have that level of understanding yet. You're not emotionally involved or driven by something yet. Then level three is where you are emotionally driven by something. This is where you become a conscious, competent. You are doing what you know. Every single day you show up, you got to put in some effort. got to keep making that same decision. But you show up and you do what you're supposed to do. That takes you to level number four where it's a habit. You don't have to think about it anymore. Unconscious, competent. You do what you know. And you don't have to think about it. So as I get into this topic today, understand where you are in this process as it relates to earning money. You may be an unconscious incompetent. You may have no idea about the concept of earning money. Most people do not because they don't teach us that in school. Some of you guys, you do know exactly what you should be doing with your money, but you're not doing it. You're a conscious incompetent. Some of you guys have learned you made your mistakes, you've learned from them, you're doing exactly what you know you should be doing now, and things are better. And some of you guys, you're already there. You have great money habits. You understand the concept of earning money. So no matter where you are in this journey, today's episode is going to be very, very powerful for you because it addresses the number one issue that most people bring up all the time, which is money. Well, DeVore, how am I going to earn money doing or living my purpose in life? How can I earn money with my passion? How can I make more money? I got bills to pay. I got I to gotta do this. I got to do that. I should have this amount of money in my account. Money seems to be always the number one thing on people's head, but it's not really the main solution. So as I get into this, you guys will see that. Uh, and it's reported that the number one reason for the divorces in America comes down to money. And it's because people don't understand how to earn money. Okay, They don't understand how to earn money. Think about it. If I asked you right now, do you know how to earn money? Do you know the concept of earning money? Do you know what governs how much money you will earn in this life? Do you know the rules to that? And if the answer is no, just say no in the comment section. I'll tell you what my answer was. My answer was no. I didn't know. I just knew that, hey, if I'm going to earn some money in this world, I should just get a job. That's what I was led to believe. But that's not really earning money. That's trading, that's trading time for money. There's a difference. So what's the big problem before I get into the actual concept here? The problem is ignorance around money. Financial literacy is never a topic in school. Understanding how money is exchanged is never a topic in school. And how that relates to your own belief system, your mindset, and how that impacts your ability to earn money, that's definitely not a topic. So I'll come across people, some of my clients, uh, they are wanting to be coaches. They have their own businesses. uh, Some people want to start a business. And the number one thing on their mind is money. But that's not what should be on their mind. Okay? See, the money is an effect. It's not a cause. You got to be the cause. The effect is how much money you earn. So that would lead you to believe that you need to understand how to be the cause. Right? That's the way that it works. So again, the problem is ignorance. Simply not knowing. And you guys are going to get a great education today. I'm going to give you exactly what my mentor gave me. And I've heard this so many times over and over and over for the last four years repeatedly. And I've altered the way that I do things in my own life to match what I'm going to get into today. And in fact, the fact that I'm doing this podcast right now is an example of what I'm about to get into today. And why my business is where it is, why my wife's business is where her business is, and, and my brother as well, and other clients that I have, why they're so successful in their business, because they're following this concept. Okay, So what is the rule? The number. What is rule number one? to mastering your mental game, you have to understand the law of compensation. You have to understand the law of compensation and you need to be living in harmony with that. You need to follow the rules when it comes to the law of compensation. What are they? Number one, or let me back it up and say it this way. How much money you earn in your life is a direct result of these three things. Number one, the need for what you do. What problem are you solving for other people? Doesn't matter whether you own a business or you have a career. What problem are you solving? The need for what you do. Number two, your ability to do it. How good are you at what you do? How good are you at solving that problem? Are you average? Are you mediocre? Are you above average? Are you one of the best? How good are you at what you do? Number three is, the difficulty there is in replacing you. Now, if you've been listening to my podcast, you've heard me talk about this before. But think about it. This is not a topic that we learn as children. So we have a generation of people who don't understand, number two, your ability to do it. Think about it for a second. The need for what you do is the problem you solve for other people. This is why I go back to your purpose in life. Your purpose in life is to impact other people with what you love to do. And you can do that the career route where you find a company and organization that aligns with your values and what you're passionate about and they have the positions that align with what you're great at and what you love to do. Or you can start your own business and be an entrepreneur. And you're selling a product or a service that is in alignment with what you love to do and it solves a problem for other people. It's really that simple. Your life purpose will easily get you to understand the need for what you do. What should you be doing? What needs should you be feeling for other people? What problems should you be solving for other people? Your life purpose will tell you that. I don't think people, I, I think most people are unconscious and competent around this topic. They don't know what they don't know because this is not attention grabbing sexy topic interesting you know taught in school it's not that but it needs to be out there this is why I'm recording the podcast today because I think this information is life changing it literally will change your life if you make the time to truly discover what your purpose is and then align your entire life around that and whether you go the career route or you start a business, but you make sure the career or business or both are in alignment with your purpose in life, you will win. There's no question. You're going to win in so many ways. It's You're going to sit there and say to yourself, wow, why did I not do this sooner? Seriously, because you didn't know any better. So I'm going to help you understand today. So first part of this rule is what? The need for what you do. What problem are you solving? How do you figure that out? Like I stated, you got to get clear on what your purpose in life is. Now, if you need help with that, you go to the link in my bio and get the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. Absolutely for free, by the way. And there's a free training video that it comes with. It teaches you how to fill it out and how to discover your purpose. So that's what you can do about that. Number two. Your ability to do it. This is where I'm going to spend most of the time of this podcast talking about. Your ability to do whatever it is that you're doing will dictate how much money you earn in this life. Why is that? Because what you give is what you receive. Okay, that's another law, by the way. That's another rule. The law of cause and effect. What you put out is what you give back. For every action in the universe, there's an opposite and equal reaction, which means the more value... You bring to someone's life because you are becoming better at what you do, the more money you're going to make. That's the way that it works. Why do you think people who work at McDonald's don't make any money? Well, just think about it. What need are they really solving? The person who works the cashier in in the drive-thru, what need are they really solving? Well, they're solving the problem of people who want convenience. They want food. Okay, got it. That's a... That's a big problem for people. They're too busy. They need food quickly. So they just go through the drive thru. I understand that. That's number one. Number two, their ability to do it. Well, they can only become so good at being the person in the drive thru, which leads to number three, the difficulty there is in replacing them. There's no difficulty in replacing someone working the drive thru at a McDonald's. You can get a 17 year old to actually do that. That's what they do. They've got 18 years old people managing McDonald's restaurants. Not 30-year-olds, but people who are 18, 19, 20. They're already managers of these fast food chains. These fast food chains are ahead of the game. They understand that the way that they've set their business up, a six-year-old could almost do it. Now, I know I'm exaggerating a little bit, but that's how simple they've made it. So these individuals who work in the fast food chain, that's why they get paid minimum wage. They're replaceable. I can replace you any day. Someone's always looking for a job. That's, the, that's what it is. That's the reality. Now, let's think about it from this perspective. Instead of working at McDonald's, right, what if you worked at a five-star Michelin restaurant? You're going to get paid differently because the need for what you do is more important. Okay, Your ability to do it is definitely, you have to be great at what you do if you're going to be working at a restaurant like that. And the difficulty there is in replacing you. Those restaurants are very tight-knit. They just can't go find someone tomorrow, right? They can't go find that chef with the secret ingredients and the way that she or he does what they do in the kitchen. They can't just go find that. So that's why they make the money that they make. Now, let's look at it from this perspective. The person who owns the McDonald's and the person who owns the restaurant, they make even more money. Why? You can't just replace a business owner tomorrow. You can't do that. The business owner is the one who brought the service to the marketplace. That's why they get paid the money that they get paid. So I'm giving you guys these examples because you'll see why most people don't make the money they want to make. Because number one, the need for what they do. What are they doing? That's very important. That's in alignment with what they love to do. That solves a problem for other people. Most people never think about that. Then number two, most people are average at best. They are not great at what they do. You know why they're not great at what they do? Because they're doing something they don't love. That's why. Why would they put in the extra work? Why would they get more training and skills and cultivate their talent and take it to the next level and get coaching and mentorship? They would not do that unless they absolutely love what they're doing. You wouldn't spend the money or the time. You would clock in and clock out as soon as possible. That's just the reality. That's eventually where what happens to you. You may be excited in the beginning, but if you're in a, in a career that you don't love, sooner or later you will become the person who's like, you know what, I'm ready to get off. I'm done. You guys don't pay me enough for this. And good thing that happens, because that's feedback to let you know you're not in the right... You're not doing the right thing. You're not working for the right company. You're not in the right career. So this number two, your ability to do it, is truly impacted by the need for what you do. Are you doing the thing you love to do? And if you're not, you got to rethink that because that's impacting the amount of money that you can earn. Now, let's clear something up really quick here because you may say, well, Devore, you know, I know some people, they're making you know, 10,000, 11,000 a month, you know, they're in a career, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Guys, I'm talking about how do you earn money where there's no cap to it? Your ability to earn money in this world, there is no limit. If you're following these rules, there aren't. there is no limit. What is the limit? The only limitation is what you believe in your mind. Now, will it take time to build up and earn the amount of money you want? Absolutely. Everything takes time. But the thing about working in a career, your income income is automatically capped. There's only so much that you can earn working a nine to five. But when you go to the other side of solving a problem and becoming the entrepreneur or business owner who delivers the service or product to the marketplace, there is no cap to your income. Are you wrong for getting a career and not owning a business? Absolutely not. In fact, I don't think you have to own a business in order to make a lot of money. I just think if you're going to go the career route, you need to set up ways to earn money on the side without you doing anything extra. And again, it's the same rules again. So let's say you're a person who works in a career and you're thinking about starting a side hustle. Maybe your side hustle is you want to on the side um you know, resell things. You you want to find things for a very low amount and then you want to resell them. Now, you could call this online art you know, where you People do this on Amazon or Facebook Marketplace. They do this on uh, OfferUp where they find something for very cheap and then they resell it, right? Online arbitrage is what it's called. Now, you can also do it in person where you go to um, these liquidators or you go to these uh, garage sales and you can find stuff, You know, figure out if it's a value and then go sell it yourself. Here's the bottom line. Your ability to do it will dictate how much money you earn in all that. Most people are not very good with that. They're not consistent. They're not disciplined. So the point is, is if you're gonna go the career route and set up something on the side, you have to understand that you're not just gonna be a, be successful half assing it. You need to become good at what you're gonna attempt to do. What doesn't matter what it is. the The bottom line is, if you're gonna earn money in this world, you need to have multiple sources of income. You need to, you need multiple ways that you can earn money not just one way again we don't know this in school we're just taught the only way you're going to earn money is you got to go to college get your degree apply for a job and that's it and then maybe in college they'll bring up stocks but that's truly not the best way to earn money the best way to earn money is having multiple sources of income just think about that for a second Multiple ways that money is coming into your bank account. Now, the only way that's going to happen is you got to follow these three things: the need for what you do, your ability to do it, and the difficulty there is in replacing you. Now, number one and number two is really the only thing you should be focusing on because number three takes care of itself. So let's let's go back and figure out, okay, Devori, how do I exactly do all this? Well, you start one source of income first. And once you got that going, then you set up the second one. Now, you that doesn't mean you go start multiple businesses, by the way. You can have multiple sources of income within one business. Most people don't look at it that way either. Now, let me give you guys a great example of this. Let's say you work at a dental office. You're a dental hy- hygienist, right? And Which means you're someone who's qualified and certified in cleaning someone's teeth, right? How would that person, and let's say that's what you love. Let's say that is a passion for you. Well, number one's taking care of the need for what you do. You've got that. Your ability to do it. How great are you at that, right? The better you become, obviously, the more money you can demand. Now, you can only demand so much money from the dental office, right? Because you don't own it. So what do you do? Well, you say, you know what? Why don't I teach other people how to become a dental hygienist? The need for what you do. Most people don't know where to start. That's a problem. Your ability to do it. You you live it. You work there. You put in years of being a dental hygienist. You pass the test. You know what it is. Who better than to teach those individuals? The difficulty there is in replacing you. Listen, this right here, people are looking for someone that that, that they can trust. Someone who's done what they want to do. Okay? So what's, what's the deal? Well, that's a second source of income. That's that's the second source right there. How to become a dental hygienist. And you're the person teaching people. Now you can split that up into other sources of income where you can write a book over it. You can do in-person or online workshops. You can create a course around it, right? You can consult people about it. You know, you can become even where they say more of a career coach where you help them find the job. There's no shortage of opportunities out here. I think you guys are getting what I'm saying here. That's multiple ways a person could be earning multiple sources of income. This is not what we're taught in school. That's why it's so foreign to people. And the problem is is that people do it in reverse where they want the money, but they're not improving their ability to deliver the service, the value, solve the problem. And on top of that, Most of the time, people are solving the wrong problems. They're trying to solve problems they have no passion in. And that's why it's not sustainable. You get to a point emotionally where you feel this is not worth the money. This is not worth my time because you're not doing what you love to do. That's why. So listen, I'll give you another example. When I had the juice bar with my brother, we had a juice bar restaurant we had multiple sources of income running into that business. Number one, we sold juices. Number two, we sold smoothies. Number three, we sold acai bowls. Number four, we sold food. Number five, we sold juice cleanses, packages. Number six, we sold a membership. So a monthly membership that would give you a discount. That's six ways that we were earning money in that business. Six ways. Not one way six ways with just doing one thing. Now, I was on the verge of creating a seventh one, but then we we moved on from the business, which would have been teaching other people how to start a juice bar. That's a seventh source of income. And I could be and I could turn that into a book, which would have been eight. I could turn it into a course, which would be nine. I could turn it into consulting, which would be 10. The point is, is about starting with one thing and branching off from that, okay? And it doesn't matter whether you're in a career or you already own a business. You can eventually get to the point where you have at least five different ways of earning money with what you love to do without, <clears throat> without really doing anything differently, if you go back to the juice bar example, there was nothing really different in all that. It's all coming from the same place. We didn't have to go get another location. We didn't really have to hire more people. We didn't have to overhaul our menu and our operations just to do that. It was just within one thing. The, the dental hygienists, they don't have to go get a storefront. They don't have to go take out a loan to do this. They could do this from the comfort of their own home. We really got to start getting the right information and understanding it. I think when we do, that's when the door is really open to a different life. And that's why I wanted to make this episode today about money. I don't usually talk about money because I don't really think it's at the top of the list, in my opinion. I think if that's all you're focusing on, I think you're focusing on the wrong things. The money is an effect. It's a result of what you're doing internally and what you're going out into the world and delivering to other people, which is why I went over that. The need for what you do, your ability to do it, and the difficulty there is in replacing you. Understand something. Your ability to do it is also controlled by your own mindset, your own conditioning, your limiting beliefs. If you don't believe in yourself, if you can't see yourself being a winner, why would you get good at what you do? You wouldn't. You wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't have the confidence to. You wouldn't go the extra mile. You would quit. You would take shortcuts. You wouldn't give it your all. So this is why... Um, I'm bringing this to your guys' attention because earning the money is not the hard thing. Earning money is easy. All you need to do is figure out what problem you're gonna solve for people, whether you're gonna work for someone and solve that problem, or you're gonna go do your own thing. Doesn't matter what you do, if you know what problem you solve and you're the best at solving it, you will always be able to make money in this world. No question about it. And you will always be able to make enough to pay for your basic essentials to survive. I'm not talking about enough money to become rich, but just to survive, just to pay the bills and have everything paid for on a monthly basis, there's no reason why you couldn't do that in today's world. If someone's struggling to do that, it's because they don't have the right information. That's why. They don't have a good understanding of how money is earned. They don't understand the relationship between their mindset and money. And so that's why they're struggling. But once you understand all that, you can clean all that up and get your finances in order, and then you can go to the next level. But you have to understand what the rules are. See, the rules to mastering your mental game, your mindset inside. Okay, So you can win out here and dominate in your business and your life. It comes down to understanding the rules. Every game has a set of rules. One of those rules to the game of life is the law of compensation, the need for what you do, your ability to do it, and the difficulty there is in replacing you. That right there. And then also understanding that you need to set up multiple ways for money to come to you. You know, a lot of people are like, well, you know, I want to manifest more money, but they're not giving anything. They don't have anything set up to receive the money in the first place. Now, you may get a $300 check here in the mail from some settlement back, you know, five years ago, which, by the way, is amazing. I love it when that happens. That seems to happen to me and my wife all the time. We always seem to get checks every couple of months or every quarter at least from something, right? But you're not going to survive off that, obviously, right? You're not going to depend on paying your bills based on that. What you have to do is understand how to go out there in the marketplace, become the best at what you do and solve a problem for other people and then start setting up multiple ways to receive the money. When you start thinking that way, I'm telling you guys, it's different. It's a different life. And it's the life that you're supposed to live. It's an abundant life at that point. Because you start seeing that, yeah, money is really easy to earn. All you need to do is solve a problem, a problem that you love, a problem that you have a transformation around, a problem that you you're like, hey, I know exactly what this person's dealing with emotionally. And then two, you become great at it. You go seek out help from the experts who are already doing that and you learn from them and you go back and you study. You become a scientist with your craft. You become a student of your game. And the more you do that, the more you're going to master yourself and what you do. And then you're going to become very difficult to replace. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. It didn't matter if you were starting a business or not. Even going into the career route. Most people don't get that. They, they complain that the business isn't paying them enough money. But what they're failing to realize is what value do you really bring to the business? You may think in your head that you are valuable. And that may be true. Which means you can always walk out and find another business who's looking for that value. It can also mean that you may not be as great as you think you are at what you do. You can always get better. Now, listen. We see this in sports. We see this in acting, Hollywood. We see this with influencers. Let's take all three of them. The need for what they do. People want to be entertained. That's the bottom line. Entertainment business is by far the most lucrative business on the planet Earth. Right? Your ability to do it. Well, that's why someone like Tom Cruise can make the amount of money that he can make because this guy not only is he great at acting, but he does all of his own stunts. I mean, this guy he's he's the great he's one of the greatest at what he does. Same thing with Denzel Washington. Same thing with Brad Pitt. Right? You can take all these you could take all of these actors, right? And you can see why they make the money that they do. Because if they if they were to step outside, the world is gonna stop. Everybody's going to stop what they're doing. They've got people's attention. That's why they can demand the money that they can demand. Well, it's the same thing with sports. If you want to know why does LeBron James make the money that he makes, if you want to know why Kobe Bryant made the money that he made, Michael Jordan, any of these people, they 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 can't go outside. If they go outside, the world's going to stop. right? So one, they got the entertainment down. And two, they're so great at what they do, they bring a crowd everywhere where that that they go. They can demand the money. They can get the sponsorships. Influencers who are on social media, same thing. The need for what they do. People want to be entertained on social media. Their ability to do it. They're great at what they do. They're great at coming up with engaging and viral and value-based, or some sometimes it's value, sometimes it's not, but the bottom line is they they hook people. That's what it is, their ability to do it. So they can demand the brand partnerships or, sponsorship so they can get paid to post things on other people's behalf because they have an audience. They're great at building an audience. They're great at delivering content to people on a consistent basis. That's why they make the money that they make. The problem with people is this. Because they don't believe in themselves, they, they are not consistent at what they do. They fall off constantly. So they never go from being just good to being great. The only way you're going to get to the level of greatness is by consistency. Showing up every single day, no matter whether it's messy, even if you do it wrong, you're going to show up anyway. That's the only way you're going to go from good to great. Anybody can generally get good at something, but to be great at something, that's when you're saying that you are becoming a student, you are going to become a scientist with this stuff, You, you, ha- it's bigger than just the money at that point, right? It's, It's a calling, it's a mission, it's a passion for you. So the point is what? The number one rule right now, or rule number one to mastering your mental game, is you need to understand the law of compensation, the need for what you do, your ability to do it, and the difficulty there is in replacing you. You got to look, you got to take a good look at what problems are you solving for people out there, whether you work for somebody or you have a business. And do you truly understand that problem? Is it a problem that you've gone through yourself and got on the other side of it? And you know exactly what steps to do. To, to take to solve that problem which leads to number two your ability to do it you know what else is a part of your ability to do it it doesn't matter if you're the best at solving that problem if nobody knows you marketing for the business owners who are watching if you suck at marketing no one's going to know you no one's going to know you exist the law of cause and effect if you don't get people's attention you're not going to get nothing out of them Right? If, you, if you don't get people's attention, you're not going to be able to help them is my point. you got to get people's attention. That's part of marketing. <laughs> the whole purpose of marketing is to get yourself known so much and to, li- to deliver so much value when it comes to the sale, people don't need to think about it. They've already made a decision. That's great marketing. Well, most entrepreneurs don't understand that. They have a product or a service that they want to provide, but their ability to provide that service is irrelevant because nobody knows them. They don't know how to get attention. And to get attention again, why is it so hard? Because you have a belief system. Well, I don't believe in myself. If I put my face on the camera, then people are going to judge me and they're going to do this. That's negative thinking. That's the negative voice. That's the obstacle in your mind trying to stop you from growing. That's why mindset is number one on the list of everything. It's your way of how you respond to things that will dictate your success. If your idea of, if you have an idea as an entrepreneur that you want to get on TikTok and start doing videos, but immediately you you start thinking, oh, well, you know, nobody's going to listen and, you know, I'm not ready. And you have to understand that's not you speaking. That's part of the limiting beliefs. That's part of the negative voice. That's the obstacles that I talk about. That's the enemy. Okay. You have to understand there's somebody inside you. That does not want you to win. You didn't put that person there. Your parents did that. Okay, your upbringing did that. That's part of the subconscious mind, mental programming. So it's not really you. You experience it, but it's not really you. You have to understand that when you step out to do something you've never done before, that negative voice is going to come screaming. And this is why we do what we're doing today. Because the only way to get around that is through understanding what's really going on. So think about it, your ability to do whatever it is that you're going to do, whether you are going to go work for somebody or you are going to go start your own business. Part of that conversation is definitely marketing. Do you know how to get the attention of people? Right. Do you know how to make people interested in what you do and what you're talking about? Right. So, I mean, there's there's just I can go all day with this, but the bottom line here, guys. Is that you. Um, Your ability to do it is always going to dictate how much money you end up earning in life. That's just the bottom line. You don't have to look very far to see that in people you may personally know. Now, I'll give you a great example of some people I know. Number one, I always want to start with my wife because a lot of people may uh, think that I am coaching her. I hardly ever, ever. The only time that even happens is if she asks me a question. So a lot of this she's done on her own. She has her own business based on her purpose in life. She makes a lot of money from that business. Why? Because not only is she solving a problem that's important to people, which is living a zero-waste lifestyle uh, and using eco-friendly products in the kitchen, in the bathroom, the beauty, all that stuff, but she's great at what she does. She's great at managing her business. She's great at marketing. She's great at the videos that, that she uh, puts together on TikTok. Um, she's doing a campaign with TikTok. They reached out to her. It's because it's her ability to do it. She's highly consistent. She's open-minded enough to go study and look at the great people at what they're doing. And then she goes back and she works on it and she becomes better at it. So what happens? Her ability to solve the problem goes up because she can't solve the problem if nobody knows her. So So she becomes great at getting people to know her and what she has. So this is why, and she's difficult to replace. There's not many people doing that. There's not many online businesses selling uh, eco-friendly products uh, in a very successful way. I think that's a slim niche there from what I've seen. So the sky's the limit in that, in, in, in that way. Um, my brother, the same thing. Um, he's great at credit repair and financial literacy. He makes a lot of money. His business is a million-dollar business. Why? Because everybody needs their credit fixed. Everybody. But people want to go with someone who they trust. And he's great at building trust with people. He's a people person. He's great at social media. So his ability to get people's attention so he can help solve their problems, he's great at that. That's why he makes the money that he makes. And other credit repair businesses, that's why they don't make the money that he makes. It's because, one, their ability to do it is average at best. They're not really great at it. And if they are great at it, they suck at getting people's attention. So nobody knows. So um, this, this may be an eye-opener for some of you guys because it really pulls a curtain back on what's really going on behind things. We think when we see people who are successful at earning money that they're lucky. No, they're not. It's a science. And if you understand what the science is behind it, you're going to win. And part of that science always starts with what you, how and what you think about. So if you're thinking about the wrong things, in regards to whatever it is you're doing, whether it's your career or your business, you're going to be in trouble. You're you're going to lose. That's just the bottom line. That is just the bottom line. My cat's crying over here, so don't worry about her. Uh, Let's see here. <laughs> Let me catch up with you guys and see where we're at in the comment section here. Let's see. Um. All right. Let me back up here. I'm going to address some questions that were raised during this. And then we'll put the comments on the screen here shortly. But I just want to kind of back up and make sure I didn't miss anything. Okay, so one of the first things I want to address is this perception that people are gatekeeping this information. They're not. This information is locked up in books. I mean, no one's one's withholding the information. What's happening is people are withholding their will to go get the information. So there's no shortage of information. In fact, this is the age of information. There is no shortage of information. You see Warren Buffett on TikTok or YouTube or Instagram every single day. You see all his stories and his quotes. You see all the billionaires and what they have to say and what they tell people. You see the videos where someone walks up to a millionaire and says, hey, if you can give an advice to a 20-year-old, 20, 20 what what advice would you give? You see these videos. There's no shortage of information. There's a shortage of execution. The execution part is because people are controlled by what's happening in their subconscious mind and they're ignorant of that. They are unaware. They don't even know that they have a subconscious mind. And if they know, they don't even understand how to respond to it. That's why the people who take the step of getting a mentor and accountability, those are the people who win because they finally realize that they don't know better. They need to go to someone who does and do exactly what they tell them to do. Those people win every time but the people who try to do it on their own because of you know their ego gets the better of them no i'll just do it myself that's why they don't win because again law of cause and effect you can only do so much by yourself there's a limit to that if you're not working with other people that means you're not growing you're not expanding you're not evolving so i i don't i just want to address the point that there's nobody's gatekeeping this information i just gave it to you i just gave you the information Now, what you decide to do with it, that's on you. But if you become the best at what you do, you can go anywhere in this world and demand money. (laughs) It's just that simple. It's that simple. Every one of you, you have a problem that disrupts your life. One of those may be your mindset, which is why you're listening to me today. I'm becoming the the, the best at what I do, which is why you're probably still listening, because I'm pretty good at what I do. If I wasn't great at this, you wouldn't be listening. You would have swiped away already. And some people do because you know what? You're always going to have people who don't resonate. They're not ready or they don't need to hear what you have to say. That's fine. That's part of the game. The point is you need to focus on your ability to do it. You need to get great at whatever it is that you're going to do or whatever it is you are doing. And you want to make sure that what you are doing, what you're spending your time doing is in alignment with what you love to do. That's the ultimate unlock. If we're talking about a video game, the ultimate cheat code is to design your life around what it is that you love to do and get paid. That's the ultimate, that right there is the ultimate cheat code. And it doesn't take a degree or something crazy to pull this off. It just takes you really sitting down and being honest with yourself and making an irrevocable decision that you're going to live your life this way. Most people never do that. And I say the word never because it's true. They never make an irrevocable decision to do what it is that they really want to do, to follow their dreams. They don't. As soon as they go, they hit an obstacle, they quit. That's not an irrevocable decision. Irrevocable decision means you're going to do this regardless, no matter how long it takes, no matter how many obstacles you face, you are going to see this through to the end. That's an irrevocable decision. Most people don't make those type of decisions because they were never taught to make those type of decisions, which is why we do the podcast. We talk about these things that are so simple on the surface. Most of it, you've heard of it. You read about it. But again, you didn't learn it as a child, so it's not in your subconscious mind. It's not second nature to you. You've got to train yourself to be this way. So this brings me back to the topic today. Most people need to train themselves to get good with earning money, to become better at it. Most people are not. Uh, Let's see here. Someone said that they went and tried to download the cheat sheet and the site said it was down. Let's see here. Oh, Okay, yeah. Yeah, it, it definitely works. Thank you. All right, let's see here. Let's bring you guys on the screen. All right, let's see. What were some challenges you faced? Actually, hold on, let me go back up here. I skipped over some questions. My apologies. Let's back up here. All right, here we go. How do I keep consistent determination to get to my goals? Well, the answer is in the question. You just need to be consistent with focusing on the, on the goal. How do you focus on a goal? Well, you think about it. You imagine it. You visualize constantly. That's it. You just do it every day. And the more you do it, the more you'll be focused on it. There's no secret hack to anything in life. It's just the art of just executing. So you just need to execute on a consistent basis, focusing on your goal. Like, that's it. The more you focus on it, the more you become emotionally involved and driven by it. But if you never give it any attention, then it's not going to grow on you. That's like this. Your goal is the seed. It's, it's a carrot seed, right? You want to grow some carrots. That's your goal. Well, you're going to go out there in your backyard and you're going to plant the seed in your garden. The problem is most people don't come back and water the seed because they're distracted. They're thinking about every everything else but the goal itself you got to go back out there and commit yourself to being consistent with watering the carrot every day. And in time, it will grow, and then you will be able to harvest it. I mean, guys, success is really that simple. It really is. It's challenging, yes, but it is that simple. That's really all you have to do. If you focus on your goal every single day and you know what steps you're taking, you're going to get there sooner or later. Now, when will you get there? Nobody can tell you that. It could take you years. Sometimes it takes people decades. It just depends. But that's not really a problem. The problem is living your life, not going after what you want. That's really a problem. The problem is not how long it's going to take you to get what you want. The real problem is not going after what you want. That's a problem. Because at that point, you're not living your life. You're not going to experience growth or you're not going to be inspired or have fulfillment or anything like that. You're not going to feel good because you're not doing what you want. Listen, if you're a person right now and you think, man, I struggle with motivation. You're not disciplined. You don't feel inspired. You're not feeling fulfilled or anything like that. It's because you're not doing what you love to do. That's the bottom line. There is nothing else. When you start doing what you love to do, you're going to be a different person. That's just the bottom line. In fact, you're going to be who you are supposed to be. Uh, Let's see here. Thanks for sharing. Good morning, everyone. I agree. Get the right information, study, and apply. Yes, working on that. I enjoy this live. Need to hear this information today. You're welcome. I struggle with controlling my emotions. Tips. It's what you're focusing on. What are you focusing on? What you focus on is what's going to dictate what your emotions are. So as soon as I wake up in the morning, I'm not focusing on what's on social media on my phone. I'm focusing on gratitude. I start my day off with gratitude. And that's that's how I do it every morning. And before I go to sleep, I focus on gratitude. What are you focusing on? That that's the source of the problem is you're focusing on the wrong things. Now, let me under, let me help you here. If you are not in control of your emotions, that means you're losing the mental game in your head. That means you're allowing the opponent to take control of you. What do you do about that? you got to take control of yourself, and that starts with your thoughts. What are you focusing on? Number two, it also starts with understanding, understanding that the negative voice in your head is not true. It's just a mental program that your parents place there, society, your family. It's not true. So you have to stop believing in the negative voice, just like you got to stop hanging around those negative friends. When you stop hanging around negative friends and giving them your attention, you change. You get better. You feel better. Life is better. Well, it's the same thing happening in your mind. Stop believing and giving attention to the negative thoughts. They're there. You know they're there. But that doesn't mean you need to focus on them. You need to focus on what you want. That's how you're going to win. And if you can win that game in your mind, you're going to win the game out here in life. Every single time. That's the way it works inside out Let's see here. I got rejected by a prospect, by a prospective buyer who could have changed my life today. You know, this this right here already tells me why you you why you got the rejection and and also tells me why um you need to get your mindset in order. If, if, you're, if you're looking for a buyer to change your life, you're already in trouble. I mean, just think about that. You're waiting for someone else to change your life. You're already in trouble. The only person that can change your life is yourself. You. Only you could put yourself in a position where you receive the things that you desire which will impact your life. But it's you, not the other person. I wouldn't even say words like I got rejected. I don't even think that way. I have calls with people. They don't always sign up. Most of them always do. And they happily sign up. They can't wait to sign up. But every now and then I may get a person who, you know, doesn't resonate. um, Or maybe I just didn't have the conversation in the right way with them. That's not a rejection, man. That's not a rejection. That's a learning opportunity. That's a, you know what that is? That's a learning opportunity. You may not even have the right conversation with them. They may not even be the right person for you. That's the other thing. I'm, I'm assuming you're in sales or you're selling something. Well, the greatest sales people in the world know when to sell the right product to the right person. Let me say that again. The greatest sales people in the world they know when to uh, to sell the right product or service to the right person sometimes as entrepreneurs we're going to be talking to people that we should not be selling our product or service to because it doesn't resonate it doesn't fit they're not going to be successful with it because more than likely their mindset doesn't match so nobody rejected you your ability to do it you may just you may just need to get better at this You may need to get better at how you are pitching your services. See, you know what we're doing right now? We're working from the inside out, not the outside in. We don't let what happens on the outside control what happens on the inside. You need to focus on the inside and let that impact what happens on the outside. I mean, I've had in the last six months at least almost 400 calls, if not more. I'm telling you right now. Nobody is rejecting you. Uh, Let's see here. On what books are you specifically basing yourself to teach what you're teaching today? Um, Well, one of them is The Science of Getting Rich. Um, And in The Science of Getting Rich, chapter 11, to be exact, is what he says or what he writes is the impression of increase. I'm sorry, chapter 14. I was wrong. Um, the impression of increase is all about leaving things better off than you found them. If you're going to get to where you want to go, you got to leave people and situations better off than you find them. Why is that? Let's go back to it. Law of cause and effect. What you put out is what you get back. So if you're leaving people better off than you find them, that means you're delivering value at the highest level. Well, that has to come back to you. Um, So that's one of the principles that I'm basing this on. This goes back to number two, your ability to do whatever it is that you do. You become the best at what you do by implementing what I just said, leaving people better off than you found them. Did you know people who are average at best at what they do, they don't leave people better off than they find them? They are average. You know what I'm talking about. You know when you walk into a restaurant. You know when you walk into a store. You know when you're doing business online. You know if you're dealing with someone who really cares about what they're doing. And they're perfecting what they do. You know that. And you know when you're dealing with someone who's just trying to get by. Just doing the bare minimum. They're not leaving you better off than, than, than they found you. The multiple sources of income. I learned that when I had the juice bar. And then I also learned it more as I start to study Bob Proctor. Because he talks about it. It's all leverage at the end of the day. That's all you're really doing. Is you're leveraging your skills, your value, the problems you solve to generate more money. That's what you're doing in different ways. But that's not going to happen if you don't have your mindset in order. If you're not thinking like that already. So you have to think from a place of abundance. You're thinking from a place of scarcity and lack. You you won't do that. Uh, Let's see here. Thanks, babe. You're welcome. Exactly. There's always somebody better for you too. Listen, if I get on a call with somebody and they don't want to do business with me, They don't want my help. I don't want them as a client. That wouldn't make any sense. I can only help someone who wants to be helped. That's the way that it works. I I can't help someone who doesn't want to put in the work, isn't willing to invest in themselves, isn't willing to take a risk. There's no way. Nobody can help that person. Uh, let's see here uh, my husband is amazing at helping people live a life they really want, and there's plenty of people who need his help therefore he's successful. Thank you, yep, absolutely. This is why I was telling you guys um I am all, the fact that I'm telling you this is already an example that I've already been doing it. You wouldn't be listening if i hadn't if I wasn't following these rules um my content, everything I do. On social media, the clients that I have, that wouldn't exist if I was not following what I just laid out for you today. I'm living my purpose in life, which is to help people become successful. The problem I'm solving for people, so the need for what I do, it's a huge problem. You are not taught how to become successful. That's removed from the education system. That's just what it is. Even if you go to church, they really don't teach you how to be successful in life they are teaching you how to follow what the Bible says. That doesn't necessarily mean you will always be successful in your life. In most cases, people are not successful because they're not making the connection. They can't connect even though the Bible is saying everything I'm saying. The point is is that you're not taught from a young age how to be successful. The analogy here, it's like you were never taught the second language. And now you're trying to learn. So is it gonna be a challenge in the beginning? Yeah, absolutely. But you can do this. You can get great at this, but you gotta make an irrevocable decision that you're gonna be that. That you're not gonna stop until you get great at what you do. That's what I did. I wasn't always great at doing this. Now I had some talent in speaking. I don't get nervous when I speak, so that's good. But um, I wasn't always good with video. In fact, I was never on video. Five years ago, I was not on social media like that. In fact, I hated social media. I was too embarrassed. I was caring too much about what others think of me. And I really didn't think highly of myself. That's why I wasn't on social media sharing what I do and what I love and what I want to talk about. Well, when you work through all that mentally, you show up differently in your life. So... I'm living my purpose in life and helping people become successful. I'm solving the problem because people don't know how to become successful. I do. And my ability to do it has been getting better and better and better. Every year, I'm getting better. Uh, And I'm going to continue to be better. See, in my mind, my only standard is to become the best at what I do. I want to become so great that people will always remember me no matter what. Whether they did business with me or not, they will remember me. Something I told them, something I said, and it will impact their life in a positive way. That's how great I want to do. I want to become so great at what I do when I walk in a room. I don't even have to do it. I don't even have to say nothing to you. I could just change your life like that. That's when I'm focusing on me. I'm not focusing on anybody else. I'm not comparing myself to anybody else. That's how you have to be. And the difficulty there is in replacing what I do or anybody else, that's taken care of if you do number one and two. So I'm a walking example. There's other people doing the same thing I'm doing. They're walking examples as well. I gave you guys the story of my wife and and my brother. Again, the question always at the end of these episodes is what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do? And I think you gotta start with really, there's three items that you need to focus on. Number one, your purpose in life. Are you doing the thing you love to do? Yes or no? Number two, what problem are you gonna solve? You're not gonna be able to answer that question if you don't have number one down. But if you have number one down, you should be able to answer number two. What problem are you gonna solve? What need are you gonna, gonna take care of for people? And then number three, your ability to do it. You gotta start committing every single day to becoming better at what you do. Part of your calendar every day is is getting better. It should be in there. That's why athletes and actors, they practice. It's in their calendar to practice, to get better at what they do. Let's see here. What's one book that changed your life? The Secret by Rhonda Byrne. That was a great book. Still is a great book. Still is a great book. Uh, Think and Grow Rich is another great book, too. Tips to stay positive. You stay positive. Sorry, guys. Hold on. You stay positive. You practice looking at things from a positive point of view. There's nothing complicated to that. That's just a committed decision. That's a lifestyle change. That is a uh, something that you're going to practice every day. It's not something I can give you. Nobody can give you that. That's something you got to start inside. Staying positive is all about understanding how to use the tools that have been given to you already so you can win in life. One of those tools would be um, your reasoning. Your So you have these mental faculties. One of them would be called reason. This is your ability to accept or reject. So you got to practice rejecting anything that doesn't align with what you want And you got to only accept ideas that do align with what you want. Another tool available to you is perception. You get to choose what your point of view is going to be on something. You could choose that your point of view is going to be positive or you could choose it to be negative. But one way or another, that's your choice. And why that even exists in the first place is because one of the laws of the universe is there's the law of polarity. There's an opposite to everything. So in every situation you find yourself, there will always be a good side and a bad side. It's your job to look for the good side. It's just a practice every day. That's all it really is. And you can do it. And I think this, this question sums it up. Uh, my wife is asking you, how often are you doing the things you love to do? That That's huge. I don't know. I feel like I'm not enjoying the thing I love. Then that's not the thing you love. There's no way. There's no way I would never enjoy what I'm doing right now. <laughs> I've, there's I've never ever had a thought or feeling that I did not enjoy doing what I'm doing right now. So you're not really doing what you love to do. I, I would challenge you on that. I, I would challenge you on that. And 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 if you are doing the thing you love to do, it just means you're focusing on the wrong things. Uh, Network with me asks, how do you erase 27 years of information and programming that you're um, and okay, so how do you erase 27 years of information and program your mind to be different? Well. I think that's a great question, and I think the answer is very simple. You start with one thing. What's one thing you want to replace or change about yourself? And you start there. And after you've changed yourself or whatever it is, then you work on the second thing and the third thing and the fourth thing, the fifth thing, It's just like people who have multiple sources of income, people who own multiple businesses, people who have a, a, a large network. It starts with just one person, it starts with one business, one idea, you master it. Then you go to the next one, you master it. Then you go to the next one, trying to do it all at one time. You won't, you won't erase any of it. Just focus on one thing at a time. How can you work with other people if you're self-employed? I don't know what you mean by that. Yeah, you'll have to clarify that question. I'm not too sure what you mean by that. I don't think that makes any sense. How can you work with other people if you're self, self-employed? self <clears throat> I I'm not too sure what you mean. Um... Let's see. Were you able to download it? Let me go back up here. Okay, yes, he was. All right, perfect. All right. Let's see here. What were some challenges you faced in your business in the beginning stage? That's a great question. I faced the same challenges as everybody else. Mindset. That's the biggest one. Uh, I think what happens is We want something, but we're not that person yet. I needed to be the person I am today. I'd already been practicing becoming this person. I've been doing it for years now. So the biggest challenge in the beginning, looking back, is understanding that process. I think that's the biggest challenge because the more you understand it, all your decisions will be better. Like, you'll make better decisions. You won't let anything stop you. You won't get really discouraged you'll keep going because you understand what you want and um what it's going to take to uh, get there it's mental <clears throat> in business it's all it's it's all mindset it, that's what it really is especially if you're a solopreneur it's definitely mindset in fact i i would i would even extend that and say entrepreneurship is personal development You're only going to be successful as an entrepreneur as you are successful with yourself. Like if you don't believe in you or your idea, it ain't going to happen. If you don't know how to focus on what you want, it's not going to happen. If you don't build the habits that you need to get to where you want to go, it ain't going to happen. So I I would say the the number one challenge is definitely mindset. Uh, The second challenge would be ignorance simply not knowing what is required to go online and attract clients to myself so I can help them. I didn't understand what it what it took in the beginning. I thought let me just run ads and then that will do it. No. No. Um it's a gift it's a gift and a curse, meaning it's a gift that there's a lot of people teaching strategy around building a business. The curse is the part that's missing is the mindset part of it. I can give you all the strategies in the world, which is the other challenge I learned in the beginning there. That doesn't mean you're going to be successful. So I tried a lot of strategies that was challenging because I would try something that people said that they were really successful. in when it came to their coaching business and it didn't work for me. So was it the strategy or wasn't, it, was it me? And I think the biggest challenge is admitting to yourself that it's you, not the strategy. It's you. And that you already know the answer. That's the I would say this is the third challenge. Just going with what my intuition told me to do. My intuition told, tells me exactly what I should do. Okay? And the challenge in the beginning is I wouldn't listen to it. Um, a fourth challenge would be caring too much about what other people think. Who gives a shit? It's your dream. It's your goal. And if you care about what other people think, then that means you really don't care about your dream. Not as much as you say you do. You got to get to a point where it doesn't matter if it's your wife or your husband. If you got a dream in your mind, you got to say, fuck it. I'm going all in on it. Like, that's just what it is. If you're not doing that, if you're not doing the thing you love to do, you're in trouble. Like, that's just the reality. And uh, that was a challenge in the beginning of listening to too many opinions instead of just going with my intuition. "Um, This is what I want to do. Just do it. Even if it doesn't work, just do it anyway. Because I'll learn something from that. Uh, I would say that was another challenge. Um, Another one was looking at too You don't need all the strategies in the world. Just stop looking at all that. Always looking for a shortcut. You don't need one. Just need to get to doing the work. Make the main thing the main thing. Show up every day. So again, I think the main thing for me in the beginning that was a bigger that was the biggest challenge is the mindset part. Just believing. Uh, show me one person who did what they wanted to do and I'll show you a broke fella in the suburbs who did what they wanted to do. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. You're saying show me a person who did what was convenient to them and I'll show you a broke person in the suburbs. Yeah that's really what you mean when you're only doing something based on convenience that means you're you're not committed that means you're only going to do whatever it is that you have to do only when it's convenient to do uh, convenient to you that's not going to get you the success successful people the common denominator of all successful people is they do the things that unsuccessful people don't want to do they don't even want to do it but they do it anyway because the emotion of what they want is stronger than the pain of doing what they don't want to do. Uh, let's see here. There's plenty of rags and riches stories. It's really about what your is on uh, there. Most people don't get this. Listen, I'll even Google it for you. Check this out. What is the percentage millionaires who did not inherit money let's see here a study found that over 10,000 millionaires this was done back last year found that only 21% of them had any they, they had some type of inheritance of those 21 percent 16 percent inherited more than a hundred thousand and only three percent got more than a million that means what 79 percent of millionaires do not inherit their money whatsoever they are self-made Let me go to another one here. This is back in 2019. Let's see. And obviously, the the study is always going to change, right? I mean, plus or minus huh? five. I'll give you that. But get this. Nearly 68% of the world's richest people are self-made. Another one. October 11, 2022. It says... (laughs) <laughs> they they did this sur- this they did this survey and found that almost 75% of millennials believe that most millionaires inherit their wealth. If this was true, this would mean that most million, millionaires today got rich based on dumb luck and pure chance. Well, this is not the case whatsoever. In fact, um it says a survey found by U.S. Trust found that 70% of wealthy Americans grew up in the middle class or lower income households. So we just got to get the right information is the bottom line on this. Um, yeah, there, there's there's just a lot of people just... Here's what happens to all of us. Because we grow up the way that we do in America, we're not given the right information in the school system. So what do we do? We basically conclude um, our own perception of things from a place of ignorance. Meaning because we never learned about money, we automatically think money is this over here. But what's over there, that's all ignorance. It's not true whatsoever. So most people think the only way they're going to make money in this world is by getting a nine to five. That's not true whatsoever. In fact, that's the worst way. I don't even think you're making money when you're doing that. You're making money when you go out there and you solve a problem for somebody else and you start building building multiple sources of income. And uh, that's what happens. All right. Let's see here. My mom is strong, resilient, good at her craft, enthusiastic about her craft, but she wants success in months when in reality she needs other skills like marketing, business administration. And a structured schedule. She wants success in business. Without thinking about having a plan. Yeah. You know. That's really good. Because. That's the problem. Is that. Let me see if I can read it to you. Here. let me see here. Let's see here. I'm going to give you exactly what Earl Nightingale said. I'm going to tell you exactly what he said. He said, do what experts since the dawn of recorded history have told you you must do. Pay the price by becoming the person you want to become. It's not nearly as difficult as living unsuccessfully. Again, you got to do what experts since the dawn of recorded history have told you you must do. Pay the price by becoming the person you want to become. That's how you become successful. By becoming the person who you want to become. I mean, it's really that simple. That's what I'm saying. It's a practice every day. You got to show up as that person. You got to get better good and great like that person would be, right? You got to uh, hone in on, on your craft and develop your skills. That's the way that it happens. And everything that you're going through is preparing you for that. So just because you may not be doing exactly what you want to do today, that doesn't mean there's not something that you can learn from what you're currently doing. Most people get that wrong as well. In fact, in fact, if you can become great at what you're already doing, you'll find an opportunity. You'll attract an opportunity to get yourself out of that position into a better position. That's what it's really about, guys. Let me let me read this again, okay? Do what the experts since dawn of recorded history have told you you must do. Pay the price by becoming the person You want to become. It's not nearly as difficult as it is living unsuccessfully. When you start living this new way, the floodgates of abundance will open and pour over you more riches than you have dreamed existed. But what's more important than that is you'll have peace. You'll be in that wonderful minority who lead a calm, cheerful, and successful life. You have nothing to lose. But you have your whole life to win. Uh, This is coming from The Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale, by the way. Let me actually, let's let's get into this a little bit. I wasn't planning to, but we might as well do this because this is really good. Most people will tell you they want to make money without understanding this law. The only people who make money work in a mint. The rest of us must earn money. This is what causes those who keep looking for something for nothing or a free ride to fail in life. The only way to earn money is in providing people with services and products which are needed and useful. We exchange our time and our product or service for the other person's money. Therefore, the law is that our financial return will be in direct proportion to our service. Success is not the result of making money. Making money is the result of success, and success is in direct proportion to our service. Most people have this law backwards. They believe you're successful if you make a lot of money. The truth is that you can only earn a lot of money after you're successful with yourself. It's like the person who stands in front of the stove and says to it, give me heat, and then I'll add the wood. How many people do you know, or do you suppose there there are today, who take the same attitude towards life. There are millions. We've got to put the fuel in before we can expect the heat. Likewise, we've got to be of service first before we can expect money. Stop concerning yourself with the money. Be of service. Build, work, dream, create. Do this and you'll find that there is no limit to the prosperity and abundance that will come to you. Prosperity is built on a law of mutual exchange. Any person who contributes to prosperity must prosper in turn themselves. Sometimes the return will not come from those you serve, but the return must come to you from someplace, because that's the law. For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. Remember that your success will always be measured by the quantity and quality of the service you render, and money is a yardstick for measuring this service. No person can become rich themselves unless they enrich other people. There are no exceptions to this law. Listen, once you understand this law, any thinking person can tell their own fortune. If they want more, they must be of more service to other people. If they want less, all they have to do is reduce their service. This is the price you must pay for what you want. If you believe you can enrich yourself by diluting others, you can only end by diluting yourself. It may take some time, but as, sure, but as surely as you breathe, you'll get back what you put out. Don't ever make the mistake of thinking you can avert this. It's impossible. The prisons and the streets where the lonely walk are filled with people who try to make new laws just for themselves. You may avoid the laws of man for a while, but there are greater laws that, you, that cannot be broken. And one of those, again, is what you put out is what you get back. This is why all drug dealers, anybody in that arena, they always get what's coming to them sooner or later. That's just what it is. People who serve in gangs, people who are involved in hurting other people, whether that's through drugs, whether that's through violence, whether that's through gang activity, any of that stuff that's actually hurting another person, they always get what's coming to them. They may not get what's coming to them today, but they will get what's coming to them. It's just the bottom line. So if you guys want the overarching message of today's episode, rule number one to mastering your mental game is you got to be of service. You got to become the best at what you do. That's what life should be all about every single day. Stop making it so much about the money. The money will show up, but it only shows up to people who are de- delivering service. They're great at what they do. And you have to have the humility Of yourself to say, you know what? I'm not really great at what I do yet. I need to get better. And just commit yourself to doing it. That's just the bottom line. I wasn't always good at what I'm doing. There's other aspects of my business that in the beginning I was terrible with. But I had to become better at it. Or hire somebody to do it for you. Uh, Let's see here. People get out of the hood every day. The problem is an opportunity. It's the desire to get those opportunities. Exactly. Exactly. Hold on, everybody. All right, thank you guys for waiting anyways uh let's see here I struggled with the lack of motivation all my life because, as a kid, I was given much of a given much routine and had to shake it off and work on my own discipline got it yeah, um let's see here uh listen a lack of motivation um. The what's the root cause of a lack of motivation in a person? They're not emotionally driven by what they want. When you're not emotionally driven by what you want, you will lack motivation, which is why I say the first thing you got to do based on today's episode is find out what your purpose in life is. Start doing the thing you love to do and you'll have all the motivation that you need. I have no shortage of motivation. Some of you guys have been watching my podcast for quite some time and I show up usually Monday through Friday. And I have the TikTok videos. And I'm coaching people throughout the day. I'm telling you guys right now, I've never had a motivational problem because I'm doing the thing I love to do. If you're not doing the thing you love to do, you will always have a motivational problem. Bottom line. That's just what it is. Uh, Let's see. We also have the unique AI tool these days. Uh, Yep, of course we do. It's a powerful thing, by the way. Um... Perfect. I do struggle with identifying my strengths mostly, but also with self-belief. Yeah. So, you know, part of it is. um. um yeah, I would go download the Purpose Finder cheat sheet and watch the video training that comes with it. Uh, but one thing you could do to start now is just go back and look at your history of. Every, everywhere that you worked, what skills did you develop? What were you paid to do? Talk to your friends and family who know you very well. They'll tell you what you're great at as well. Um, your strengths in life are things that come easy to you. Your weaknesses in life are things that, no matter how hard you try, you just can't do them efficiently. So... Um, those are some things that you can practically do to help you clear that up. Uh, have to make the sacrifices of doing what you don't love. And it's your grit that will determine whether you end up doing what you love. I don't believe it's your grit that determines that. It's just a decision. It wasn't grit that made me get out of the military and start doing this. That wasn't grit. That was a decision. It's it, At any day, you guys can decide to start doing what you love to do. If you think in your head that you can't start today... Then you you've already lost, because you can start today. You can write it out. You can create a plan. You can schedule it in your calendar. On Saturdays, I do what I love to do. You know, on Sundays, I make time to do whatever I love to do. There's no reason for someone to say I can't do what I love to do. I've got to wait. That's a good excuse. Winners don't make excuses. They make circumstances. They figure it out. That's that's the bottom line. It it requires no grit. It requires an irrevocable decision that you're going to do. You just got to make up your mind. That's in every walk of life, in every area of your life. When you make up your mind, you do it. When you say you truly want something, you will go get it. Um, but until you make that decision with yourself emotionally, not, it doesn't matter. You can you could try hard for two weeks and then stop. Try hard again and then stop. You You'll just keep defeating yourself. So this is why I go back to The art of war. If you understand the enemy and you understand yourself, you will always claim victory. When you don't understand the enemy and you don't understand yourself, you will always lose. And if you do understand the enemy, but you don't understand yourself, you will win and lose at the same time. So that means you're not going to get anywhere. Well, the enemy is in the excuses that you come up with in your mind on why you can't do what you want to do. That's just excuses. You can start where you are right now today. That's exactly what I did. And all the other people that I know, that's what they did. They started where they were. It doesn't matter if you have a nine to five, you have a salary job or you're not working. It doesn't matter if you're disabled. It doesn't. That is irrelevant. The only thing that's relevant is, are you going to make a decision to do it? That's what winners do. They just make up their mind and they move into action. They start with where wherever they are. They just start from there. And it doesn't matter if it's a baby step. it They do something. Great advice. Create your own positive circumstances. Create your own reality. Exactly. When I started to do the thing I love, everything in my life finally started to flow. Exactly. What are your three favorite books? Uh, Thinking go Rich. The Science of Getting Rich. Psycho-Cybernetics. Or no, no, no. It doesn't matter, honestly. Um, I'm going to give you my five. Think and Grow Rich, The Science of Getting Rich, Power of Awareness, Psycho-Cybernetics, The Secret. Those are my five. Uh, Let's see here. Let's see. Um... that's interesting. Said, How would you impact someone when they see you without saying a word? Because it's the energy you walk into the room with. <laughs> you don't have to talk to someone to impact their life. It's the energy you bring. Every one of you, you've been around someone where you're like, man, they they just they're confident. They They're positive. Everybody's been around somebody like that. And you didn't even have to engage in a conversation to feel that way. That's my point. That is my point. You see, I don't, uh, for example, I'm doing this podcast with you, but I'm not next to you. I've got TikTok videos that you have seen, but I'm not next to you. Right? So, there's so many ways that you can lead people better off than you found them. There's so many ways that you can impact people without actually being in the room with them. That's another thing, too. Any tips for introverts? Um, I got plenty of tips. I would say that being an introvert is actually a gift, not a curse. That would be number one. Uh, Number two, understand that you're not just an introvert. You're an extrovert as well. It's just that you have a choice on how you're going to express that. Now, some people would think I'm not an introvert. But I would be considered an introvert. I'm naturally quiet. I naturally sit back and observe things. I'm not the one that walks in a room and starts talking to everybody. That's not me. But I know when I must do that. I think that's when you understand yourself as an introvert is you understand when to do that and when not to do that. So that would be my biggest tip is understanding when to be an introvert and when not to be one. And you are both. You are an introvert and an extrovert. You just need to know when to tap into those to get where to do whatever it is that you're doing. Right. So there you go. That would be my biggest tip. How much time should you spend on your purpose while working nine to five without exhaustion? I think you got to spend as much time as you practically can spend. I think you got to spend whatever time is required to get yourself in a position where you don't have to work the nine to five anymore. You know, I I think that's I don't know what the number of, of that would be. For some people, it may be one day a week. They could do practically some people can do two days a week. Practically, some people could do five hours a week. Practically, you know, it just depends on you. Um, I just think the better question would be, are you committed to doing it? I think that's the better question. Let's see here. You were saying that it's important to surround yourself with people, but as a self-employed person, that's difficult. We're mostly alone working from our home office. Yeah, that could that is true, but that still doesn't mean, like, okay. You can also surround yourself with who you talk to. Who are you talking to? Uh, you can also surround yourself with who are you following on social media. Um, so there's that. And then also the third thing is you need to g- get out of your office. Just because you work from home, that's not an excuse to not go out and shake hands with people. And I think that could be a hidden weakness for people who have been working from home. Don't forget that you need to work with other people. You need to get out and meet people. You could do that on social media too, by the way. I know what I want to do. And also I get that it needs funds and I'm raising them. But what do I do in between? Well, let me ask you this question. What else can you do? If you're already raising the funds, what else can you do? Is there anything else that you can do? Is there any other tasks that need to get done? Is there anything else that could be, you know, um, solved? What else is there? I mean, I think that's the way that you approach it. And I think you definitely need to make sure you're making time to see yourself getting the funds in the first place. You know, practicing in your mind what it is that you want to happen. That would be a very important thing to do in the meantime. Let's see here. Oh, and the reason why that's very important is because let's say you expect to have all the money by a certain date and that doesn't happen. Um, if you haven't been prepping your mind and focusing on what you want, you will allow that to discourage you. So you got to prepare yourself for winning. To prepare yourself for winning means you prepare yourself when you lose. You don't take the loose, you don't take the loss um, personally. You understand it's part of the process. So I would definitely be practicing on your mindset. Uh, thanks for answering my question. You're helpful to me at this stage of my business. You're welcome. Good morning. Can you talk about overcoming addictions? Do you know any millionaires who have? There's plenty of millionaires. Grant Cardone is one. He talks about that all the time. He was actually put into a rehab center for alcohol. So, I mean, if I was going to talk about addiction, I'm not a doctor, so I can't give anybody medical advice, but I can tell you about the mind. Addiction just means there's an idea fixed in the subconscious mind. And it's deep rooted because there was some type of traumatic experience or an emotional experience that led up to the addiction. Some people would argue that people in their genes have genes that will cause them to be um, addicted to something. I think in today's world, everybody's addicted to something. I think it just depends on what your addiction is. I would rather be addicted to developing myself and going out there and helping people. That's my addiction. So I think... I love his take on it. You got to switch your addiction up. Find, get rid of the old addiction and adopt a new one. Now, how you go about doing that? It's the same way the, the other one got there in the first place, through repetition. It's a constant a space, of constant uh, time, space, or excuse me, time, space, repetition is the only way it's going to happen. And you have to be emotionally involved. So that answer requires more time that I don't currently have because I have something I'm about to do at 12. But um, I think the bottom line is understanding one, everybody has an addiction. Two, the difference is what we are addicted in. Three, you must understand how the addiction happens in the first place, usually through traumatic experiences. Four, the only way it's going to change is through repetition of a new addiction. A new idea. And by the way, what is addiction exactly? Is it a toxic thing? Could be. Just depends on the context that you're using it in. So I'm addicted to helping you become successful, but not at the detriment of my own happiness. All right. Just to clarify, so to find your purpose... Um. Is to simply identify what you love to do and go do it. Exactly. I would just go get the Purpose Finder cheat sheet. The link is my bio. There's a free video training that comes with it. Just do that. What was the book you are reading from again? I was reading from The Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale. You can go listen to that on YouTube. It's not necessarily a book. It's a broadcast. It's on YouTube. Just go google it and you'll uh on youtube and you'll pop right up the strangest secret do you teach coaching are you asking me do i teach people how to coach yeah i have a couple of people that i've helped do that already uh we work from home just make time to meet people if that's what you want exactly Love your hair. Thank you very much. What do you recommend someone do who has a million different passions and always change their mind? Listen, you don't have a million different passions, okay? That's, the, that's what you think you have. That's not the way you feel. I'm telling you. You have one thing that you truly love to do. The problem is you're so distracted. You're, you're distracted by a lot of good ideas. You're not distracted by a calling, a meaning, a purpose. Um, do I think we all have things that we love, like multiple things that we enjoy? Yes. Um, do I think we enjoy them equally? No, I think there's always one thing that will always come back to us that we really care about the most. The objective is to figure that out on yourself by doing something. You got to go out there and do it. Uh, how do you book a call? You just go to the link in my bio. It's a life audit call. Just click the link and you can set that up. They come up with a new thing they want to do every other day. That's because they're distracted. They're not focused on that one thing. They're not. They're not focused at all. If you're coming up with a new thing, you know what that means. You're not focusing on the main thing. You can only think one thought at a time. So, if, so let's say today you finally discover that what you really love to do is. Um, um, is do marketing or whatever it is online for people. Maybe you love that very much, but then tomorrow you're trying to think about doing sales. It's because you stopped focusing on marketing. It's really that simple. And your next question is it's the same thing. So how do you work on focus? You focus, you practice. How do you get great at something? How do you become great at something? You practice. Not just any type of practice, but you practice in the right way. The only right way is by going to the experts and studying what they say to do because they've already done it. They'll tell you exactly what you should be doing. I'm telling you exactly the way that you can develop your, your focus is by practicing focusing. Take your life one hour at a time. Exactly, that's just another form of distraction. Thinking you have different passions is going to stop you from focusing on one. You have to focus on one thing, get it taken care of, and then move on to the next one. All entrepreneurs learn this lesson very hard. They all, we all learn it the hard way. We think we can start a bunch of projects at one time. We think we can start multiple businesses at one time. We think we can do a thousand different things in our business and be successful. It never works. It's the entrepreneur who understands about the main thing. Just keep the main thing, the main thing, whatever that is for you. Just focus on one thing. Okay, just focus on one thing. Yep, they even want to have multiple streams of income, but they're in different niches. Yep, that could be. That could be. let's see. Is there any book about developing focus? I'm sure there is. I haven't read one yet. But I think even reading a book is you developing your focus. Like if you can truly sit down and read a book, and what I mean by that is just read, let's say, one page of a book, you focus during that time. So just reading can help you develop your focus. Meditating can help you develop focus. Uh, living your life one hour at a time can help you develop focus. There's so many ways to do it. Listen, at the end of the day, there are a million ways to get something done. I want to make sure that you guys understand as I wrap this up that you can't get this wrong as long as you follow the rules. The rule that we talked about today was the law of compensation. The need for what you do, your ability to do it, and the difficulty there is in replacing you. Where you want to focus your attention on is your ability to do it. How great are you at what you do? As long as you're getting great at what you do, you'll always have options. You'll stand out. You'll be very valuable, whether that is in a career or with owning your own business. How do you become great at what you do? Well, you go to someone who's already great at it, and you become an intelligent follower. They'll tell you exactly what to do. So none of this is we got to reinvent something. It's just doing the simple things. Success is simple. It is. It's not complicated. Uh, And so when you start to understand this rule today, the law of compensation, you can start understanding how you can earn more money in your life and that's by providing uh, more value and service to people. And that's exactly what I'm doing right now. I'm providing service to you. I'm providing value. I'm telling you everything I know. Every time I do the podcast, I'm teaching you guys something. I am doing what? I'm providing greater service. Which, what, what happens? I build trust and that makes you want to reach out to me and become a client of mine and work, and work together. Because you know I'm going to help you become successful. Give and you shall receive. It's the way that it works. So this podcast today, guys, was recorded. You can go back and rewatch this on my YouTube channel. Um, If you're looking to schedule a call with me, I would move on that. All you have to do is go to the link in my bio and it's going to say schedule your life audit call. Just schedule it there. Um, Also, if you are having trouble discovering your purpose, just download the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet, which is also in the, uh, link in my bio. And, um, that's what we have for you. So I want to say thank you for showing up today and listening to today's podcast and we will catch you guys tomorrow. Oh, hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh no, we're good. Sometimes I get comments on Facebook or YouTube. I didn't get any today, which was surprising, but all right guys, take care and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye everyone.